I now want to quickly take you through road uh, RTMS. As you know, I'm quite involved in RTMS. And I want to quickly go through the definition of what RTMS is, what it's all about, and the progress that we've made um, over the last couple of years in South Africa. And also, I believe that this can be a very good tool that can help mitigate some of those risks of the consigning consignor legislation. Because all that RTMS is about, it's a management system to make sure that the basics in the transport business is done correct all the time, consistently. And you can prove that you're doing it correct. Um, so that's what it's about. The definition, industry-led, government-supported, it's a voluntary self-regulation scheme. We've already had some people in government say, well, this is a good thing, we need to make it law. Uh, can't we make law? We can't police the current laws we've got. So who, who's going to police this? It's got to remain voluntary. Because South Africans, we, we love breaking the rules. Um, and to get somebody to voluntarily do something correct is more effective than trying to enforce people to do it. Um, it encourages consignee consignors, road transport operators, to implement a management system. It's a set of standards. And those standards are the basics that a transport company should be doing in any case. Nothing different. That's the 101 of transport. Um, with outcomes that... that um, contribute to preserving the road infrastructure, improving of road safety, and increasing productivity. And we've seen huge gains of this, and we've also seen massive gains as far as road safety is concerned. Consistently having well-maintained vehicles, well-trained drivers on the road, has a massive impact in the number of accidents. And the stats that we have seen over the last couple of years of companies that have adopted RTMS, how their accident rates have dropped, how their maintenance costs has dropped, how their fuel consumption has dropped, by just by measuring and managing all the basics and continuously working to improve them. They're showing huge benefits. The RTMS standard, we've broken it down into, into four pillars. The controlling of, 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 of loading, safety compliance, driver wellness, and supporting. Um, loading of vehicles, we've got basic things like fleet inventory, but the biggest thing is how those vehicles are loaded and what methods you have to determine that you are loading them correctly on a consistent basis and how you can prove that that's been done. From a safety compliance, um, vehicle maintenance, probably the scariest thing in the trucking industry today. Um, I've been with Paul and the guys at some of the braking tire watches where you see 66 to 67% of all trucks that are stopped are discontinued because they're illegally on our roads. And that is, uh, and it's big companies' vehicles that get discontinued. And that is really scary. I've been underneath some of these trucks where the brake linings have, and boosters have been totally removed. That the driver is just using the truck tractor's brakes and retardation. Trailer is fully loaded, all the linings have been removed. It's not even brake linings in, the boosters are gone. It's just an empty drum. And, and these vehicles are running on our roads, it, um, driving behind our families. It absolutely blows my mind. Um, so I wish some of this had been in the consignment consignment legislation as well. Um, minimizing breakdowns, speed control. Speeding is, is, is still something that worries me. We, when we done truck test and we were going to, to Belfast, a eight-tonner came past me at about 135 k's an hour, 140. He was cruising on the, on the N4 and I, I, I just couldn't believe my eyes that an eight-tonner from a reputable company is traveling at those kind of speeds. That truck, after 80 k's an hour, I don't care who the manufacturer is, the braking efficiency goes out the window. They were never designed to travel at 130. 
The whole dynamics of the vehicle when you hit the brakes goes out the window. But the guys are doing it all the time, and, and it really concerns me. So that, that's a big thing that we have to look at. Um, accident analysis. One thing we drive hard, if there is an accident, we will always have accidents. Um, as long as we've got human beings behind the steering wheel, there will be an accident. But when we start analyzing it, what do we do to minimize those accidents? And when it does go wrong, what can we do to change the future? What steps can we put into place just to reduce that? Which is a big driving force within our team is. Um, traffic violations. Traffic violations, my view, is not a training thing. It's a discipline thing that needs to get resolved. Uh, and, and we need to drive the right behavior there. And we audit that within RTMS. From a driver wellness point of view, medical fitness, chronic illnesses, having understand if there's drivers in your fleet that are diabetic, what are you doing to help them with their treatment? What are you doing to advise them on the correct diets? Sitting in a truck for 15 hours or 14 hours a day um, is not the most healthy working environment. On top of that, the, amount, the type of food that drivers eat is definitely not the healthiest in the world. So what are, what are we doing to train these guys for them to understand the impact that the food has? Because understand, the food has a huge impact on fatigue. What you eat is how you're going to perform. And within RTMS, we're driving that hard to prove that you're putting some responsible procedures in place to, to improve the health of the drivers. Fatigue management is, is a massive is a massive problem and I think I've seen and I've heard comments especially from the KZN DOT that they've seen a large increase in truck rollovers happening on straight roads on a double highway beautiful weather conditions and there's a truck lying on its side in my mind that's simply down to fatigue guys aren't resting well guys are pushing it too hard putting trucks in auto not eating correctly and the next minute he wakes up in the bushes and, and that's a reality. So there's a huge challenge on understanding that fatigue and how to minimize it. Driving hours, um, strict adherence to driving hours. Uh, there's still drivers in South Africa that are running 24-hour shifts, which is really concerning. And of course, the support is all the documentation that proves that all of this stuff has been done correctly. So that's an overview of what the RTMS, uh, of, of what the standard is all about. That is not an RTMS recommended load securement practice, just for everybody to understand, okay? Not very effective. I just thought I'd, I'd throw that in. Where have we grown with RTMS? 146 fleets, plus minus 8,000 vehicles, trucks and buses are RTMS certified. In 2007, there were 74 certified vehicles. So as you can see by that graph, it has grown dramatically over the years. We have a lot of companies that have adopted it. We're now sitting with a huge amount of buses. We just had the GABS launch in Cape Town two days ago, 1,100 buses that are now self-regulating. And this is really, I think, <clears throat> out of those numbers, you can see that people are starting to get value out of self-regulation with the amount of people that have adopted it. Our RTMS is a SANS standard. SANS 3095 was published in December, so it's official SANS document. Um, we've aligned it to ISO 39001, which makes that journey a lot easier. And all our auditors are, are managed um, by SUNUS, and they all fall under IC, ISO 17021, uh, which is recommended auditing practices. So we've put all the basics in place to make sure that it's sustainable going forward. Um, and I do believe that this is a tool that can help companies 
to, to comply to, to the consignee consignor legislation and also to make sure that they're doing their basics in their business correct if they want to be long-term sustainable operators. Thank you very much.